does a son and a daughter have to be in a human form? Can, we cannot do cousin love and animal children in the same app. <laughs> Welcome back to Petty Crimes, a true crime podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. I am your co-host, Griff. And I am your other co-host, Kira. Uh, should we do a little recap for the listeners of last episode? I think last episode was... Plant Gate, yeah. where my friend Kyle wrote in about his baby bird of paradise being mm-hmm. kidnapped, plant-napped. Yeah. I do. I, you know, upon reflection, I feel like I went in a little hard. I'd like to apologize to everyone. Kyle's feelings were hurt when I updated him. <laughs> no, I mean, but you made a good point. He should have kind of read the signs and taken a little initiative to, I guess, communicate with his neighbor, even though... I think he handled it fine. Okay. But I just feel like if you're going to have takes, they got to be hot. Yep. And that was very, very hot. Update from Kyle, though. Cassie has a new pot and has been returned to him. She's safe and she's thriving, apparently. So All's well that ends well. I'm glad you feel great about Cassie now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're going to be presenting our first case to me. Is that right? I am. And buckle up, pal. This is written in by a listener, which these these are amazing. The episodes that people are writing in about are so much better than the ones we're just like calling from our friends. So keep them coming. Petty Crimes Podcast at Gmail. I'm just going to read this email because it is, it's amazing. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this is an anonymous submission. Okay. You'll find out why soon. But we'll just say that this email is from Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Hi, Virginia. Hi, Griffin Kira. Love the pod. I have a story submission. I have two cousins that are dating. No, they aren't blood related to each other, but they are both blood related to me. Oh, wait. I just realized you said two cousins that are dating. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have two cousins oh. that are dating. Oh, God. And this was submitted by Virginia. Okay. <laughs> See what I did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> First name, West. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Okay. Cousin number one, we'll call him David. He is my mom's brother's son. Cousin number two, we'll call her Myrtle. She is my dad's brother's daughter. Oh. Don't even try. It's it's hard uh, to even imagine. Okay. So they're both her first cousins. Yeah. Oh, God. I think so. Okay. Wait. My mom's brother's daughter. Who knows? Whatever. We are all very close in age, one year apart, and all of us grew up together. Close families. Many family functions as children where we were all there. Multiple photos at my childhood birthday parties where we are all pictured. The spark ignited one day at a food and wine festival that we were all attending. We were all in our early 20s. (laughs) I turned around and saw my two cousins making out. I was very taken aback and frankly, mortified. David apologized after this event, said it was a mistake, and recognized how uncomfortable it made me. Note, (laughs) David and I were actually next-door neighbors at the time. Saw each other very frequently. It was awkward AF. (laughs) Myrtle, though, stood her ground and insisted it wasn't a big deal. She would continue to pursue David. This started a fight between Myrtle and I and my dad's side of the family. They didn't see each other for a while. We moved on. Or so we thought. Oh, my gosh. A few months later, both ended up at a family function, and the love rekindled. They've been dating ever since, and now they live together. They have a dog together. It's serious. It's been like one and a half years of dating. Is marriage something they're considering? Probably. As far as how the family feels, it's weird and awkward at times. Most are over it and accepting. Some still weirded out. Jokes are often cracked. I have somewhat accepted it, but it's just weird. I don't know if I'll ever feel completely right about it. Is this a crime? (laughs) Is this petty? (laughs) 
oh, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And we don't know where they wrote this in from. We're just going to call her Virginia. We don't know. Okay. And I and I think it probably wasn't Virginia, but, you know, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Family functions are fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess my first question is, is it legal? Like, if, if they were to, like, go get married or take this to the next step, which maybe the momentum seems like they might be, mm-hmm. getting a dog isn't anything light. Yeah. Would it be legal for them as... They're not first cousins, I guess. They're second cousins? They are not blood related to each oh, other. okay. And yes, <laughs> in this moment, I cannot map these two people to each other. But in my apartment, I could with yeah. my whiteboard. You've got like a whole wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> Strings. It's a family tree with like interwoven branches. No, <laughs> I, I did look it up and they could legally get married. No problem. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, that's good to know if that was to be something they were looking to do that they could, yeah. they could move forward with it. Dang. So, sorry, who's the the woman who wrote in was Virginia. She thinks it's weird. They grew up next to each other. They all grew up together. In the same house because they're a family? Well, no, they were just all, like, all of them <laughs> were always at family events together. Oh, my God. So, kids' birthday parties, all three of them are there. And this start- Virginia, David, and Myrtle. How old were they when they, like, that kiss happened, that first kiss? Do we know how old they were? Early 20s. Early 20s. At the food and wine festival. Oh, gosh, this sounds like a- Shakespeare play. Yeah. Um, They're probably a little sauced. You ever gone to a wine festival? Oh, yeah. Where they like heavily pours. Yeah, Yeah. they do. And they give you, and you think like, oh, it's just a little half cup, but I mean, wine will get you. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to picture like me at a family function and like what, how distant, no, because they grew up pretty close to each other all the time. You're adopted, so you can make out with anybody. You know what? I got that statement all the time growing up. So I am adopted really? for the, the listeners that don't know much about me. I'm adopted. Most of my family's white. I'm black. We are definitely not blood related. It's not a shock when you look at us. And I remember my friends growing up being like, <laughs> like you could make out with your sister and it wouldn't be weird. And it's like, she's my sister. I, I, I cannot do that. So Kids were saying this? Oh, yeah. I mean, I grew up in an interesting place. There wasn't much to do, so we just talked about each other a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how it is. I mean, small towns. Small towns. Yeah, exactly. I mean, are they from a small town? That's a good question. Do you know? I'm going to (laughs) say yes. Is it it Hammond, New York? That's Well, I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of extended family that are seeing each other Mm -hmm. often. Seems close-knit. I I get small town vibes. Huh. Okay. That's just. It's just like so interesting. Would you like some data? Yes. It seems I, like you're pondering. So I, I know your early 20s, you're just like confused. You're like figuring out what love is. But and in my mind, wow, they knew they were going to make shockwaves in their family if they kissed and like carried forward. But you know what's tough, though? Sometimes that makes you want it even more. Yeah. When you're like not forbidden to, fruit. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't know if that's necessarily a factor, but it could be <laughs> on some level that they're like, we really can't do this. Wow. I'm sure their connection is very strong. Wait, sorry. Yeah. What what supplementary information do you have? Okay. Thank you. Glad you asked. Uh, also, my Google search history has been ruined because oh, yeah. I've just been Googling <laughs> cousin love all week. Like, can I marry my cousin? Is it legal for me to marry? What will happen to my kids if I marry my cousin outside of the U.S.? Could I marry my cousin? Your partner, Alex, just don't let him go on your computer. <laughs> He'll be very confused. He's like, we're not cousins. He's like, what am I doing wrong? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not no Sullivan. That's yeah. why. Okay. How common is it for cousins to date? <laughs> <laughs> the practice was common in earlier times mm-hmm. and continues to be common in some societies today. Though in some jurisdictions, such marriages are prohibited. Worldwide, 
More than 10% of marriages are between first and second cousins. Okay. And in this instance, these are Virginia's cousins, but they're not each other's cousins. Yeah. Yeah. So actually on a global scale, it's not a huge deal. So yeah, for Virginia, this is super weird because they are both of her cousins. Yeah. But they are not each other's cousins. Cousins. So they're not each other's, well, being relatives. I guess they're relatives by way of Virginia if you want to get like technical but not blood on it. Right. Um, And then you might also be wondering, okay, well, what percent of marriages in the U.S. are between cousins? Yes, because the world has different cultures. We want to respect that. Yeah. The U.S. we live in currently. What's yes. What's the data on cousin marriages in the U.S.? And Virginia, as we know, is in America. <laughs> yes. So, what percent of marriages in the U.S. are between first cousins? 0.2% okay. of marriages in the U.S. are between individuals who are second cousins or closer. So there are 250,000 people in the U.S. Okay, that's not 0%. So it could be, you know, up to one of our listeners. And I'm sure, I wonder if that's geographically influenced. I'm I'm sure. I wonder. I'm sure it is. Okay, so they grew up going to the same family functions together. Yeah. They shared a kiss at one point. Yep. Virginia, and I assume other people had seen it too. Virginia is not the only one who knows about this, right? Yeah. She's Louise. I mean, anything else that is worth mentioning about... These I, two? A couple things. A couple things. Do you want to like hint them at me? I, I just, this is like a lot. Like unrequited uh, cousin love. Who would have thought? <laughs> I do really wonder really where they are in the isn't it? This is, I mean, okay. <laughs> so I think sometimes when you're looking at what is happening, you have to look at what's not happening. Oh. So I also looked at how are most people meeting their people in the U.S.? Oh. Like – how viable is it to meet your cousin? Is it is it a reflection of society? Yeah. Right? I mean, dating apps for us, it, we're not in our early 20s anymore, but like dating apps are how we're kind of supposed to meet people now. It's nice when you do meet a connection out in person and live. And Oh, wait. Sorry. I forgot. There's another part of this email. Oh. They met on a dating app called I Want to Fuck My Cousin. No, they did it. <laughs> It's like, which dating app were they up both on? But they they could have. They could have been in like on Bumble or I assume they're a hetero couple, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, judging by Myrtle and David. Oh, yeah, exactly. You never know. When you give your cousin the pseudonym Myrtle, I'm like, I'm dying to know what the real name right? is. It's got to be like something completely opposite. If it's, But overall, nice to meet someone in person. Yeah. That feeling is so much different than connecting on and an app. So I will say that. it's hard to meet people in person. It's hard. I feel like our family, their families, expect us to go to a bar and meet like our love, like what they did and what their parents did, like our grandparents. Honey. That just doesn't happen anymore. We no. don't have the skill set to do it. We don't have the social like wherewithal and we're addicted to our phone. So True. I will say, you know, right off the bat, it's yeah. nice to meet someone in person. So. so to your point, if we're not meeting on apps, where are we meeting? And in the US, school and work okay, yep. are a common meeting location, 15 to 20%. Parties and bars. Parties and bars are good for short-term sexual relationships, mm-hmm. 17 to 25%, and not bad for marriages, 8 to 10%. Churches are good for meeting marriage partners, 11%, and poor for meeting short-term sex partners, yes. less than 1%. <laughs> so <laughs> marriage is a factor, I'm sure, with the church meetings. Yeah. Also, I none of these, none of these percentages add up to a hundred. Oh, we're missing something. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I I thought something that was interesting is that they technically we're meeting each other at parties. Yeah. You know, they, that falls in parties and bars. Yeah. They were meeting uh, at birthday parties. Absolutely. And obviously not the same, but when you, we've told our listeners before, you and Alex met at work. 
correct? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you hid it from your coworkers to be, you know, responsible and professional. Yeah. And um, I felt really guilty about yeah. having men at work until I found this statistic, which I wouldn't shut up about, that was like, you know, half of Americans meet their partner in their workplace. Yeah. I mean, I used to work at a firm called the Boss Consulting Group, and, you know, there wasn't like a staggering percentage of couples that came from that, but there were a handful. I mean, you're yeah. you're with people of the same general intellect, oftentimes the same background, same ambitions. Obviously, you're going to connect with someone, and if it happens to be someone yeah. that's romantically interesting to you, like, you have to go for it. But when and you, that's what happened to them. Yeah, I guess they so. They found someone with shared interests, <laughs> common background. Very common. And... And that's how they met. You know, I, I just I imagine that like in their brains, they are assessing the situation, right? Like they're understanding that it's probably going to be awkward for some people, but the bond must be so strong that they were just willing to to kind of just swallow that. And It's kind of beautiful in a way, right? It is. Because mm. one of them goes like, oh, hi, this reminds me of something that happened at my christening. And they're like, oh, wait, you were there. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I mean... Christmas is easy. They're like, we're going to the same place, right? Yeah. Um, or okay. whatever. I don't know what their religion is. So we know that a few other people in Virginia's family are also not super on board for this as well. Or at least they're cracking jokes because maybe yeah, it's yeah. a little awkward. Yeah. And they are... So this reminds me of the scene in Mean Girls where Karen's like, that guy's so hot. And then Gretchen's like, he's your cousin. She's like, no, but he's my first cousin. Because you have your cousins, yeah. then you have your first cousins, then you have your second. That's no. not right, is it? <laughs> it's not right. Yeah, I mean, at what point in the lineage of your cousins, and I think maybe we found the the, the point, mm -hmm. does it become just another person that's connected through like a friend? Yeah. Because I mean, if you, I mean. They basically, they have mutuals. Yeah. They have, if they like could have matched on Hinge. Yeah. Is it the same? Like if you were to introduce me to someone and you were very close with them, I don't know. It wouldn't be weird because we're very close. I mean, we're not obviously like family by any means, but we're like, we're friends enough to be family, I think. That's just like yeah. kind of normal setup. It sounds, like, it sounds like a really nice setup kind of in like a, a background of confusion because there are people that are related in the environment that you continue to see each other in. Yeah. But you are not. I, I think <laughs> that what it sounds like is between the two of them, this situation's not causing any issues. That's a, I mean, that's a fantastic point. It's more... The impact it's having on everybody yes. else. Yes. Oh, my God. And what a statement that is. Yeah. I mean, if – and that's, I feel like, the core of every love story that we see in television and film. Like, mm -hmm. we're not meant to be together for some reason, X, Y, or Z. Yep. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what other people think. David and Myrtle. A modern-day <laughs> yeah. Romeo and Juliet. We should buy the rights to this story. <laughs> it has a very specific market. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it does. 250,000 Americans <laughs> yeah. hey, who need to see themselves in someone. That's more money than I have right now. <laughs> okay. I'm inching towards a conclusion. Sorry. I mean, this this has just been a very interesting case, I feel like. Yeah. No, um, I, I mean, if you're ready, I think it's time. Anything else I should know before we we get to that point? Nope. It's all out there. Okay, I think I'm ready to make my my ruling. Okay. In the case of David and Myrtle's love, mm -hmm. I do not find them guilty. <laughs> You're like not going to speak anything. And here, I, I guess here's why I think we've kind of fleshed it out over mm -hmm. over the the presentation of the case. They're not related. They're not related. Definitely met in a situation where other people would have really, to your point earlier, hot takes on what they were to be. But in my mind, it's, again, you have to kind of assess that. Like people are going to be giving you flack right off the bat because of where you met. 
And if the bond is strong enough to just disregard that, it's got to be worth pursuing. Uh. And again, if they were first cousins, and again, I don't want to shame anyone's lifestyles or decisions. God knows I live my own. But like, first cousins is a different story, period. Sure. They're not first cousins, so we're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I don't know, second or third. Or so they're not, not guilty. They're not guilty. And maybe, okay, maybe the people around them are a little bit guilty as well. They are guilty, rather. I don't know if I can fully rule them guilty. I don't know if we've ever had like a half guilty ruling before, but I th- they need, I mean, eventually they're gotta, they have to ease up on the kind of the, the scrutiny of it. Because mm-hmm. if they love the two, then they've got to support the two. Yeah. And I mean, I'd be joking about it too, I think, if these people were in my so- my social circle. I'd, it'd be hard not to, right? But eventually you got to scale back on that and kind of let them live their life. Um, and I think people do a lot of preaching about you know, we're all the same people. We all need to love who we love. Easier said than done when a situation like this comes up. And so they're not fully, their family and, you know, Virginia, not fully guilty, but let them live their life. Yeah. And maybe start supporting them and start adjusting them. Let it go. Yeah. But okay. David and Myrtle, definitely not guilty. Incredible. Good for you too. You heard it here first. Here on the Petty Crimes <laughs> yeah. Podcast, we are pro-cousin love. Is this going to sink us? <laughs> And thank you so much for tuning in to our final episode. <laughs> yeah. We have been canceled. We've um, had a great run. No, love who you love. I think that's great. And I hope. Do you to, agree? I absolutely agree. Yeah. 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 And I actually, I the only part I disagree about is I think the family wants to crack jokes. That's within their right. Ooh. They're letting it happen. Jokes are how people deal with things. So I'm like, <laughs> hey. you know what? Let these cousins love each other and let the family make little elbow jab jokes. Fair enough. I mean, if they're, if to, to allow the relationship to exist, it's if, happening. If little jokes are like the therapy to let that live, Absolutely. there are worse things, right? You oh, could yeah. be like, they could not be joking and they could be very seriously trying to keep you apart. So Truly. that's a really good point. Truly. Um, like you're both written out of the will because you've <laughs> yeah. got the same grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Really interesting. Yeah. Thank Virginia. you, Virginia, so yeah. much for writing that in. And for, I'm not sure this is the verdict she expected. Yeah. But we're honest. Do you think she would have preferred us to rule guilty? I think going off the tone of this email, <laughs> there's so many exclamation points. It's definitely a, a meaty case. Like, mm-hmm. um, maybe we can get an invite to their next barbecue. Absolutely. And do some digging. Yeah. Just to see the, see the relationship live. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah, you. I'm cool. confident with that. Yeah. All right, we're going to now go into our next and final segment of this episode called Criminal or Minimal. Every week, typically it's been you presenting me with kind of small, interpersonal, petty, petty crimes for me to rule on. Mm -hmm. This week, we're doing a little differently. We're going to alternate with a criminal or minimal and suggesting them to each other. Yes. um, And keep in mind that whatever Griff says goes and whatever I say, don't listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We'll have that as a disclaimer for this episode. Do you want to kick it off and I'll take the next one? Yes. This was written in by a listener. So you can also DM us ideas for criminal or minimal because so far they've been really good. So just Petty Crimes Pod on Insta or TikTok. Criminal or minimal, calling your pet your son or daughter. (sighs) minimal it's weird they're not humans but does a son and a daughter have to be in a human form we cannot do cousin love and animal children in the same app (laughs) sorry Sam. i'm gonna say minimal we can't expand upon it we'll lose you guys but (laughs) you'll literally sign off i think it's fine okay if it makes you love them more then the animal's happier yeah i like that all right my turn Criminal or minimal? Okay. Cars covered in bumper stickers. 
If there's a response other than criminal or minimal, like like just awesome. I don't personally have any bumper stickers, but I think they're a hoot. Yeah, I love like it. The back of one's car is just covered in them. You think minimal? I think it's no big deal. Yeah. yeah, it's your space to do with what you want. Absolutely. Yeah, I like the ones that are puns. Like <laughs> my other cars are is a barbecue grill or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I think they're funny. I think they say something about the driver, so I, I think minimal yeah. too. Or those ones where it's like, um, drive carefully. I got a baby on board, oh, but yeah. it's like, drive carefully. I got a Shih Tzu Maltese no, exactly. on board. <laughs> the, the son and the baby is a Shih Tzu. Yeah. Um, you do have to say criminal or minimal though. So excuse minimal. Thank you. Okay. It's harder, right? It's harder having a rule. Yeah. Okay. Kissing immediate. Oh wait, I'm going to skip this one. Cause I forgot uh, about the episode today. It was going to be <laughs> kissing immediate family on the lips. Oh, Actually oh. dude. Anyway, we're already, we're already in the hot tub. I, <laughs> yeah, the hot tub is hot. I grew up with a family friend who, whenever he said goodbye to his dad would give him a peck on the lips, Yeah. which I thought was always interesting. And we didn't do that in my family. So I'm going to say minimal. You know, if it's a French kiss, then we'll talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't want to inundate our, <laughs> our listeners. But yeah, I think a peck on the lips is... Yeah, minimal. It's, yeah, it's just affection's affection. Totally. Until there's tongue. <laughs> All right. Newborn baby fo- photo shoots. Criminal or minimal? And do you know what I mean? Like, I see them on Instagram. Someone's just given birth yeah. literally days ago. And then they're like on like a white pillow and swaddled and they've got like those flower bandanas or whatever. Oh, they have to, right? Because newborns are like not cute yet. So you got to put like a big ass bow on their head to hide the fact that their head is still shaped like a cone from making it through the... Yeah. So newborn baby photo shoots. Criminal Uh, or minimal? Oh. (laughs) Criminal. I agree. I think I love hospital pictures. I like pictures of a newborn, but I don't think the newborn wants to go to a Sears and be like <laughs> set down on a cushion. It's absolutely Sears. Too. Oh, that's like, where they do it. They, that's yeah. not what that newborn has in his mind. And they prop him up by his little elbows. And Literally. He's like, he's like, I don't even have bones yet. Can you please take me off this pillow? Like, yeah. I want to go. I, honestly, I want to go back inside mommy. Is yeah. I don't even want to be outside. Mm-hmm. And you're making me be on this it, it's pillow. It's cold out here. They actually, uh, and then we'll move on. They have like heat lamps to help the babies relax and I guess be more malleable for like the posing. So oh. they'll have like a big heat lamp above the little like set that the baby's shooting on. I don't I don't care for that. Let's <laughs> let's move on. Okay. All right. Asking for a new popcorn at the movie theater if it's so cold and you can see they're making fresh popcorn right now. Oh. I had a movie theater one too. Cool story. <laughs> <laughs> I have a movie theater I went to. No, I have a criminal or minimal movie theater. Oh, one. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I have a movie theater I went to. I think that's minimal. And I just watched a YouTube video about how movie theaters try to get us to spend more just from like being there. Uh And popcorn is really low cost to the movie theaters and they sell it very high to us. No doubt. So if literally a new batch of popcorn is being made, they give you the last of the cold. (laughs) Yeah. That's going to get thrown out anyway. Yeah. No one finishes an extra large popcorn. Right, Kira? Chris been to the movies with me I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. No, we do a good job. We get to, we get to the halfway point. Yeah. Then we put it down. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then the last one, this was actually written in by a listener as well. Walking your dog and getting annoyed when someone tries to engage with it. Criminal or minimal? Criminal. Yeah. People like to engage with dogs. <laughs> Period. And if your dog isn't friendly, say, so sorry, he's actually not social. Yeah, Totally. 
if, yeah, it's rough when you have a cute dog that also is not social because everyone will want to touch it and yeah. pet it. But then you have to be like, don't do that. You'll lose your fingers. Yeah. Um, I mean, people should always say, may I pet your dog? Correct. Great caveat. But um, yeah, you can't get pissed at people for asking. Totally. And I've encountered people that just kind of, they just, it's like, oh, don't bother me. It's like, you're walking your dog. Like, I don't know. It's kind of assumed. If you but, don't want people to pet your dog, don't take them outside. <laughs> exactly. Take them to the roof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my last one. That was fun. The alternation. It was we really like that? fun. Okay. This is how we're doing it yes, from now on. Yes, perfect. And if you don't want it, let us know and we'll go back to what we were doing before. But we had fun and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. We'll hear from you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.